God loves when you're faithful in the small things. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have part three of Craig Grishel's message on small things that make a big difference. Here's Craig. Let me just tell you how I've used this in my own life and in the, uh, in the church's life. Last year, I met with our church staff and said, our word for the year is the word strengthen. And let me tell you why. Our church had grown significantly in attendance, but I did not feel like we were growing stronger spiritually. Just because there's a crowd coming doesn't mean that we're going deeper in our faith. And I noticed um, even on our staff, we had a lot of very young um, staff members, young Christians that were getting trapped up and doing the wrong things. We had marriages all throughout our church that are really struggling, and some on our staff. Um, Our student ministry, we were sending kids off to college, and they're getting beat up in their first biblical class and and walking with God for two days before getting overwhelmed by the temptations in college, all the stuff. So strengthened was really a word I believe God gave to me for our church and that we let it direct us through the year. The verse that I chose, I actually love this verse from Isaiah 54.2 because it shows the, the desire for growth but the importance of roots. Uh, it reads, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch out your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. I love that motivation. Lengthen your cords, but also what do you need to do? You need to strengthen your stakes. In other words, if you want your influence to grow larger, you also have to make sure your roots grow deeper. And so we set out behind the scenes to strengthen the church. And I need to tell you that that one word directed us all year long. And the results were truly amazing. The marriages on our staff, although not perfect, are exceedingly stronger than they were um, 14 months ago. Our student ministry, we went in and we kind of overhauled, uh, we call it switch at our church, and I cannot tell you how thrilled I am at what I'm seeing in our student ministry. Um, instead of just having big crowds, we really focused down into small groups, into discipling, mentoring, and strengthening. I'm going to tell you right now, the strength of our church is not what you see on the weekends. The strength is full of 15, 16, 17-year-olds who are leading the way with passion and evangelistic fire. I mean, it's like, it's like a, a revival is being born up from our students, and I appreciate that little golf clap because you don't know really what's going on there. I mean, it's truly extraordinary. If you've got kids or you are a student and you're not involved, you're missing out on one of the most special parts of our church. And that transformation took place in a year focused by one word. Our life groups, we were way behind. We didn't have enough. They weren't strong. And we have massively created improvement. If you look back at the messages I preached last year, they were prayerfully designed to strengthen the church. The series, I Am Jesus, the I Am Statements of Jesus, helping people get grounded in who Jesus is. Bless this home, strengthening families. Elisha, strengthening our faith to obey God. Friending, strengthening relationships. You are who you run with. Show me your friends and I'll show you your, your future. Necessary sins, strengthening us in personal righteousness. And the vast majority of the message series last year were planned specifically to strengthen. It's amazing 
amazing what God can do when you focus on the very direct and one word. So my personal word for the year is not the church word, but my personal word for the year God gave me is one I do not like. Don't like it. Uh, my word that I, I prayed and God gave me the word rest. Okay? I'd rather something like conquer, destroy, you know, take over. I know that's two words, but I like it. You know? And, and uh, so Mandy, my daughter, is like, Dad, if you don't like it, it probably means God gave it to you. Yes, I know, Mandy. Thank you. I know he did. Because I just went way too hard last year. And it doesn't mean I'm going to take more time off. As much as it is, I want to find rest in my soul. Jesus said, come to me all who are weary and heavy laden. I'll give you not just physical rest, but I'll give you rest for your soul. So I prayed, God give me a word, rest, this annoying word pops into my brain. I told you I read through the Bible every day, right? I pulled up my YouVersion Bible app and before the foundation of the world, God knew that Hebrews chapter four would be on my reading plan the day rest came into mind. So I read this annoying verse, Hebrews 4, 9, and 11, that says, so there is a what? There is a special rest. Crap. Okay, this must be my word. <laughs> Waiting for the people of God. For all who have entered into God's rest have rested for their labors, just as God did after creating the world. So let us do our best to enter that rest. So I'm joking about not liking that word as much as I think about the truth is, I wonder what I can accomplish from a rested soul with physical strength and depth of character. And so actually, I'm, I'm really optimistic about it. I would ask you, what's your one word going to be? When you pray and seek God, let me tell you how it's going to start off. When you hear and, and, and believe God has spoken to you about a word, guess what? You've got confidence. You can hear from God. If you can hear from God about that, you can hear from God about something else. Suddenly, you've got some spiritual momentum, and you've got a word. Then you take your word, well, I don't know what it is, faith. Believe, focus, healing, discernment, generosity, uh, serving, whatever. Then you type that in Google and type in serving on the Bible. Just do that, serving in the Bible. And then there will be verses that come up, and then you pick your verse, and then you write it in lipstick on your mirror. You may get it, I was going to say get it tattooed, but that would be a bad idea 18 years later because you have 18 years. Don't do it. You know. But you, know, you, you, you uh, get it framed and you put it somewhere that's important to you. And suddenly when you wake up, there's a verse and there's a word that's focusing you throughout the year. Discipline. And suddenly you're disciplined. You're making wise choices. Extra. You're making a little extra effort in all that you do. Details. You're following details. Relationships. You're sitting there serving people in relationships. And then at the end of the year, someone's going to come and say, hey, what's up with you? I, I, I don't get it. You, I, mean, you, I don't mean to be rude, but you, you weren't in such good shape last year. Now you're in good shape. They're going to say, I don't get it. You know, you weren't, you weren't really involved in the church, and now you're like, Mr. Church guy, or Ms. Church lady, you're there all the time, and you're full of joy because you're making a difference. Or, you know, I mean, you, you didn't seem to even have a very good marriage, and now you're like newlyweds. You're like, honka, honka, la, 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 and lava, lava all the time. What happened to you? You weren't even that close to God, and, you know, and now, you know, all you talk about is how, how great it is to be used by God. And, and, and what happened to you? What big things did you just say? You know what? I got to be honest with you. Wasn't anything really big, but it was God put something small in front of me, and I just decided to be faithful in the small things over time. Because you know what God loves? God loves when you're faithful 
in the small things. He says, well done, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in the small things, so guess what? You are promotable. Now I can trust you with even bigger things. And when people look on and wonder, how is your life so different? What? Oh, I, I can't even fathom. And you just say, you know what? It's really not the big things, but it's the small things that God put on my heart. God gave me a word. One word. One word. And that word, last year the word for the church was strengthen. And our church has still got room to grow, but I'm telling you, it's a heck of a lot stronger than it was a year ago. Because when you focus on one thing, it's amazing what God can accomplish through you. Don't let anybody fool you. It's not the big things. It's made up of faithfulness in the small things over time. It's often the small things that no one ever sees that result in the big things that everyone wants. So God, we pray that you would help us to be faithful even when nobody's looking, be faithful in the details, be faithful with what you put in front of us. God, we want to be faithful with the small things so God, you would trust us with even more. That was Craig Groeschel, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Craig Groeschel, Small Things, Big Difference. And you can also find out more information about him at his church website, life.church. And this is the same church that puts out the U the version um, Bible app, which is what I use every single day. It has all kinds of great features and amazing Bible plans. And just, it's a great Bible app. So I encourage you to download it and check out more about Pastor Craig. Hope you have a great day and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.